Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Episode 73, Stomping Jen. This is going to be the best one ever. Yes, 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 it is. You know why? Why? It's our last list. I know. I'm so excited we get to be done with these stupid 52 lists for happiness. Even though it's episode 73. Then we're going to go into 52 lists for being miserable. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I'm excited. Let's get started. All right. Um, Yeah, we're going to do the huge, and we have two guests this time. We're going to be calling Shivering Jim and Mr. E. Worlds collide. On the other side of the bumper. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. No creepy trucks. Now watch Sawtooth attempt to operate a phone (laughs) and call up our guests while Stomping Jen tells our listeners to do all of the things go ahead okay people so ready get a pen this is what you need to do get that pen now ready go ahead get it ready we need to subscribe and download share with a friend most importantly and leave us reviews you got all that did you write it down all right, I'm calling Shivering Jim. We're going to have a test later. Now we got to figure out how... To add gonna, a call? Yeah, I don't know how to add a call I yet. I bet you Shivering Jim knows how. You think Shivering Jim knows how to yes. do that? Right, I know Shiv- everything. Right? Oh, there he is. I told you, he knows everything. Can you hear that, Shivering Jim? I can hear that. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. This is a whole new world. <laughs> We're going to add an extra layer onto this yep. by attempting to... Oh, look, there's a button here it on the phone that says add a call. <gasps> this could not be easier. Oh, my goodness. All right. Shiver and Jim, if he hangs up on you, we'll call you back. All right. Okay. I'm going to call you back in a minute. All right. Hold on. No, stomping Jim. It's going to be pure mayhem. It will be. Um, Shivering Jim and um, Stomping Jen, you have the show while I attempt to call No, Mr. he's going to be put on hold while you call. Oh, he will? I think. Why would that be? I don't know. Anyways. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll you, okay. It. Hold on now. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Is he still okay, there? Uh, yeah, he's still there. Can you still hear me? I'm yeah. still here. I can still hear you. Right. Mr. E. That's we, good. We should not distract him from his. No, we're good. I'm going I'm to hit Mr. E's number here on okay. the thing. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Here it goes. I think we. Something happened. Uh, 
okay. Uh, Shimmering Jim is on hold? That's what I said would happen. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think Shivering Jim's back because Mr. E answered. Hello? Is that true? Hello? Yeah, nobody's on the phone. Um, hello? Yeah? Yeah, pure mayhem. You predicted Wait, this accurately. Is Mr. E on the phone? No, he's not here. I tried add a call and it didn't work. Oh, wait. No. I was on hold for a bit. Hold and accept? No, okay. you want to add. Okay, hold on. Hello? Hello? That was my bad. Oh, okay. Oh, now I'm going to merge calls. No, I'm going to merge calls okay. now. All right. Okay, Roll Shivering call. Jim and should be, um, I mean, Mr. E should be here. Uh, you're going to have to put a dolphin noise there or something. Yes. Like there will be a dolphin noise. Is Mr. E on the line? Yes. Yes, I oh. can hear his laughter. Wow. Our first. Yay, we could all hear each other. Our first ever Excellent. dual call. This is exciting. Technology. AKA a conference call, but that's oh. okay. <laughs> We've <laughs> discovered conference well, calling. Listen, there's a first time for everything on the Soft Surf this podcast up in general. Trial by error. I think this was in, podcast. I think this was invented like before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> well oh, boy. I'm excited, even if shivering Jim isn't. Mm-hmm. All right, Stomping Jen. Yes. What do we have to do here now? You told the people to do the things. I told everybody. Now, what, yep. now there was a quiz. What's the quiz? What's the quiz? What do we have to do? What do you mean? I told the people to get out their pen and write it down and that there would be a quiz later. Oh. I don't know. I wasn't listening. I was trying to call <laughs> um, Shivering Jim. Zero percent. Zero point zero percent. Okay, well, why don't you tell us? What Which, was the... Go ahead. people were given this quiz? Uh, the people um, the, that are not yet listening to, to this podcast. Oh, okay. The future people <laughs> to be listening. <laughs> the future people. Your audience. Yes. All right, Stomping Jen. All right, let's move on. All now, right. let's, let's, I mean, let's check in with our guests. We yes. know what we're, you're not drinking anything. Oh, wait, I what have, do you have over I there, have, Stomping Jen? So I am drinking. Thanks for asking, Sawtooth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am drinking delicious Chemex. What's Chemex, right? Yeah, Chemex, Chemex coffee from Share. What is Share? Why don't you tell people what Share is? Because remember, we have people. If who nobody knows what Share is, I'm getting off his call right now. Well, people are listening to this in Cuba yep. or India have, or Australia. We do have listeners in Cuba, believe it or not. All right, so Share is I a local a Share joke. C H E R. It's a share joke. Oh, share like Sonny and Cher. <laughs> Anyways, it's a coffee yeah. roaster here in Amherst. Um, a coffee, coffee what? Roaster. Wait, oh, okay. Share is now a coffee roaster? Yeah, not share is C-H-E-R. Share is in like, I'm going to share If my I could <laughs> roast those beans. Oh <laughs> if <laughs> I could brew them all. <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So anyways. I actually put in some... I would drink it. I would drink it all. Right. All. all right, Cher. Settle down now. Settle down now. Go ahead. I, actually... I don't like tea. I don't like wine. I like that Arabica roasted, roasted fine. If I could roast those beans... 
I would roast them all. And I drink it, I drink it. Sorry, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> uh, I threw in <laughs> some. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. That's a surprisingly good share impression. <laughs> thank you. I mean, thank you, thank you all. <laughs> um, if I could, ro- okay, we're go not going to get on with this podcast. All right, go at this ahead. Rate. So, yeah. um, I think, I think you need to get this. Share Coffee Company as a sponsor, and <laughs> yeah. there you go. Sing, sing uh, that song for them on every podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> All right, Stomping Jen, you wanted to say something. So go I ahead. put into the coffee mm-hmm. some delicious almond milk and some delicious oak and ash distillery maple syrup. And what is oak and ash? They're a friend of ours. But what is it? Right Besides, now, right now yeah. they're a farm. Okay, what like what do they ash. make on their farm? Um, right now, she's got they've got some maple going on, maple okay. syrup. They're sugaring. Oh, there it's There's the a cat. There's a shivering cat. Jim's cat, cat alert. Yep. What's the cat's name again? It's Pigwidgey. The cat's name is no. The cat's name is Jack. Oh, Jack. Jack that's that's right. right. He makes yep. the best noise. Now you had a he cat does. once, right? Called Pigwidgeon. Pid Pid. I. I do have a cat called Pigwidgeon. She is nearby, but she is much quieter oh, than this cat. So she's still um, she's still stalking the mortal coil. I'm glad to hear that. She is just barely. She mostly sits and sleeps all day until it's time to come yell at me for food. Okay, but she's pretty old. Yeah, she's old. She's okay. like 19. Oh, wow. Now, Mr. E, yeah. do you have a cat? I do not. Interesting. <laughs> all right. All right. Why don't we move back to drink with the, oh, drink, what the well, drinks I'll, of the evening? Yeah, are. I'm drinking, um, what is this called? Um, English breakfast tea. Oh, you're going to be up all night. You had coffee before, and now you have tea? If I could. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Stomping Jen, what are you drinking? I, we went through that. Oh, already. okay. Um, okay, ask somebody else. Mr. E, what are you drinking this evening, Mr. E? For the, uh, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, scotch. Scotch. Mm. What kind of scotch? What kind of scotch? Kinds of scotch? Uh, well, I'm having the uh, the house scotch. It's the uh, Johnny Walker. Oh, Johnny that's Walker. nothing wrong with that. Nope. I'm going to scotch vicariously through you. Okay, <laughs> um, Shivering Jim, what do you have? I am drinking a beer oh. that's called uh, 0. .394 huh. Imperial San Diego Pale Ale. Mm. Made by Ale, Ale Smith Brewing Company of San Diego. Oh. What do we think the .394 refers to? It is uh, referring to some baseball player's batting average. I assume oh. a San Diego player. Ah. A, a baseball reference beer. Hmm. 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 All right. Yes. And how, how does it taste? I actually haven't uh, started yet. Oh, okay. Let us know. here in front of me and and I will open it momentarily. Okay, let us know when you do taste it. Um, Let's hear you interested. crack it open. Crack it open. Yep. Yeah, how, right. about, how about if we get the whole audio experience? Okay, yes. go ahead. Put there's that right up. The, yep. There's the, tr- there's oh. the church key. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yep. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. No, we heard nothing. Uh, so it's not a, it's yeah, not a can. Okay. It's a bottle. Got it. Wait, yep. wait let's, let's try this. Oh, I can hear that. Oh, so it has a lovely, 
has a lovely yeah, amber color. Yeah, it sounds like it, ha- <laughs> it sounds like it has a, a meaty body to it. It really, cl- it really like uh, clumped the in glass. the yeah, like galugged in the glass. Galugged. Galugged. I can tell you it has a, a really nice amber color and mm. a nice head. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, and, and it smells very uh, fruity. Oh. Very, okay. Very citrusy. All right. Now take, take your taste, please. Oh, good. <laughs> it gets the... So it, it... Go ahead. It is it is not as sweet as it smells. It's got a good hop, uh, bitter hop flavor to it, which uh, balances out the sweetness. I like it. Mm. Excellent. Very good. good. Work, okay. L switch. L yep. L switch. San Diego. What's it called? L switch again? I don't know. I missed okay. it. Okay. Ale Ale Smith is the brewery. Ale Smith. Okay. Point three nine four. Okay. Got right. it. That'll come in handy. All right. Um, shall, <laughs> now, shall we go into our news segment, Stomping Jen? Tell sh- people what's going on. Sure can. Okay. Um, sure can. You two um, guests, you just hang on for a second. You know the drill. Oh, yeah. Listen to that. All right. Everyone loves that. What is that weird skittering sound in the back? Oh, all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I don't even remember. I love making these things. Super creepy. You are super creepy. All right. um, Stomping Jen, the first item we wanted to discuss, since we recorded this um, episode 72, Mm -hmm. the night before... um, Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. Do you hear that hiss? It's okay. It's just the phone. Yeah, you think it's the phone? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Yeah, the night before Super Tuesday, we recorded the last podcast, and we were wondering what was going to happen. Now, I want to turn to our guests to share their thoughts about the results of Super Tuesday. Let's start um, with Mr. E. Do you have any thoughts you want to share? About the results? Yeah, the results of Super Tuesday. Now, to remind, just to remind people, before Mr. E shares his thoughts, we went into this. Um, we went into Super Tuesday, which was when they do fourteen primaries across the country, right? Stomping Jen. Um. Y- yes. Yes, that's the right answer. Yes. Good job. Now, I think it was at that point uh, really a three-way race between uh, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Elizabeth Warren. Um, is that true? Mike Bloomberg was still in I it. Think Buttig- Buttigieg. No, Buttigieg. Had he did. Any... He did really well. Oh, he was Super in there. Tuesday. He was in Super Tuesday. Yeah. No, he no. he um he pulled out essentially and endorsed on Monday. Right after South Carolina. Yeah, yeah he yeah he bailed on yes. Super Tuesday before Super Tuesday. Right. So it was essentially a three way race. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah, Bloomberg pulled out. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but nobody ever took Bloomberg seriously. He just. Wasted yeah, a whole shit ton Super of money. Tuesday, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, he did. Yeah, he pulled out all after. Right. Yeah. Um, I clearly don't know anything. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, that's all right. It's hard to. Uh, pay. As the podcast political reporter, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's not yep. my job, by the way. <laughs> yep. So basically, Super Tuesday came and went. Um, Joe Biden came out 
ahead of Bernie Sanders, which I wasn't expecting. I voted for Bernie Sanders. I am not ashamed to admit it. Um, Elizabeth Warren finished a distant third to um, Bernie and Joe Biden. And then she dropped out of the race two days later. Mm-hmm. I was crushed. It was sad. Anyone else have any thoughts they want to share? Mr. E, tell us what you think about this. Uh, well, I think that, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, he's got uh, his main ideas or his main promises are good. And I think a lot of people like them, but I don't think he's selling it the right way. I don't think he's operating the right way. Mm. In that he's kind of saying, you know, this is the thing and this is the only thing. And you're either, it feels like you know, it's a very, you know, you're either with us or you're not, you know, and if you, opt for someone else, then you're suddenly part of the establishment. And I'm kind of like waving my arms like he is for some reason in my apartment. I don't know why. But, <laughs> you're um, excited. You're excited. <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I'm like pointing like, oh. Um, <laughs> He's turned into a pundit. <laughs> I did. Uh, um, you know, so he's not broadening people. He's not kind of like promoting like a welcoming, you know, and I think that Joe Biden, the way he had been operating, he was you know, almost down and out. And it was like a perfect set of circumstances for him where he was sort of open to people. He had some historical, you know, I've been in, in this life forever cred and he got the right endorsement at the right time. And that just launched him. And I think Bernie Sanders just thought like, you know, that he was going to be kind of sweeping across and things just fell into certain places. And where you know, I don't think anyone was expecting to judge and, Klobuchar to drop out and endorse suddenly and so that just all happened and it just swept across you know you could see it going from um from east to west it just was like biden 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 so i think it was, things hit for him at the right time yeah. and bernie sanders had become coming coming across as sort of kind of exclusionary where he if he had been more open and you know to welcoming people with slightly different points of view on something I think he probably would have been away with it, but uh, that okay. didn't happen. All right. All right. Shivering Jim, what do you want to add here? What do you, what were your impressions of Super Tuesday? Well, I am a Sanders aficionado too, so I was also disappointed. I also really liked Warren. I would have been happy with either of them as the nominee. Um, but I've been trying to convince people on social media and in person recently, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, it matters who the nominee is, but it's not um, as important as in other election cycles because I think the whole, the Democratic Party is now like this really huge coalition of people who are not Republicans, which is, which should outnumber the Republicans. Right. But there's a very wide, wide range in there. And if Sanders gets the nomination, he doesn't really represent the entire party. There's a large percentage who don't like him who are, you know, Hillary uh, loyalists who will never forgive him and uh, feel other people who feel he's too far to the left. And uh, if Biden gets the nomination, there are tons of Sanders and Warren and other more left-leaning people who uh, don't feel represented by him. So whatever, whatever happens, um, a large part of the party is going to feel that uh, the nominee does not really represent them. So I think people need to get past that and consider that this in this election cycle, they're voting for the party and not a person. 
So when you vote in November, you're voting – think of it as voting for Bernie and Biden and Warren and all the other people who ran and all the other people who are leading the party because you're going to get an administration that at least has some – to a certain extent is influenced by all these people. Obviously, the Biden administration is going to be very different than a uh, um, a Sanders administration would have been, but there's going to be some influence there. You are and, goddamn uh, right it's going to be different, <laughs> shivering Jim. And let me tell you how. That son of a bitch, Joe Biden, doesn't believe everybody is entitled to health care. I do. He calls people... A goddamn dog-faced pony soldier. Who? Biden? Joe Biden. Did do that, didn't now, Joe Biden is my friend. Let me be clear. <laughs> I love Joe Biden. I also love Castro. But he... <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Who let this Joe Biden agent on the Soft Serve podcast? Sato Frank. <laughs> Okay, so um, Stomping Jen, what do yes. you want to say about this Super Tuesday yeah, so results? Not, Go ahead. So it's interesting. So I've been so somebody was posting today about why the South, like why it's not as surprising, and why Biden is getting a lot of the African American support, especially in the South. Um, and so yeah, one why of the, is that? well, one of the things I read today, which was really interesting, was that um, they point out that he was behind a black man as president for all that time and supported him and didn't try to push his own initiatives and didn't try to, um, I'm going to get this all wrong, but um, that he was subservient to a black man and allowed him to do his things, even though he could have been more aggressive during his vice presidency. And they really respect him for that is some of the things I was reading today about on the subject. That is interesting. Which is an interesting perspective. So he let, yeah. um, in, in, in a sense, not that anybody lets the president right. do anything, but right. he was respectful enough to get out of Obama's way exactly. and let Obama be Obama. Exactly, exactly. And that they were really close friends. And now, that- some people would call that cowardice. <laughs> Stomping jet. Oh, boy. I think we will see more of that type of behavior if we have a president, Joe you know, Biden. You have like a tinge of like Terrence and Philip in there. You know Vermont is very close to the Canadian border. That is true. Why does Bernie have a like a, a Long Island accent? Go ahead, Stomping Jack. Bernie has left the studio. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. That's an interesting perspective. Now, <clears throat> I think we're recording. Brooklyn is on Long Island. What? Check- technically, Brooklyn is on Long Island. Brooklyn? Is that where he's from? Uh, he's from that area, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. He is 100% from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, now, um, the Reverend Jesse Jackson recently came out and supported Bernie Sanders. Oh, did he? Yes, endorsed yeah. him. I mean, the other crazy thing. Yeah, he did. Uh, I believe this is Monday. We're recording this Monday, March, what? Um, 9th. 9th, 2020. I think it was yesterday on Sunday, March 8th. Mm. Oh, go ahead, Stompy yes, Jen. that's correct. I don't know. I mean, the other thing is, you know, Bernie's Jewish, so there's a lot of anti-Semitism in this country, too, still, and more prevalent every day. There was somebody with a swastika flag at his rally. Yeah, and he, I mean... Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, that was messed up. Um, Okay. 
Um, <laughs> That's all my thoughts. I'm now I'm sorry. surprised you didn't have anything you wanted to say about Elizabeth Warren. Oh God, I, I know you sad. were a supporter. No, I, did. I voted for her. I'm really sad. I think that there's been a lot of um, news reporting about um, the idea that you know really it's a blow to all the people who believe that a woman could be president. Um, you know because after Hillary lost, you know she's a different person. She had a plan. She had a plan for that. She did have a plan for she that. Had she had a plan for, for everything. Um, and, you know, well, um, it was, I saw, uh, this little news bit on it and I reminded me, you know, when Hillary Clinton lost, you keep, uh, said, Oh, I couldn't vote for her, but you know, um, I would vote for another woman. They were saying that, um, I would, yeah. And they specifically said, Oh, it had, I would have voted for Elizabeth Warren. Right. So then, this cycle here's Elizabeth Warren with all her plans that all made sense, and she's very well qualified. Right. And you know, it didn't happen again. Right. And so, right. So it just kind of only fueled the what the hell. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a a blow to feminism. (laughs) But Hmm. you know, I was sad. I mean, I really felt like she fought really hard and she did really well. And I was very surprised she didn't do any better in in the primary. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. I thought she was a very strong candidate. But uh, yeah. I guess a lot of people didn't agree. No, I think especially all those people dropping out and then turning around and yeah. endorsing Biden. It was just, I mean, even Klobuchar, like, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, she was certainly um, intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, far above and beyond all of the others. And it just kind of shows you what kind of value that has in the... Um, the marketing race that are the primaries. Yeah, that's sad. You know, <clears throat> um, I've just like lost all faith in humanity recently. <laughs> Everything that's going on, I just feel wow. like we're living in some alternative reality. Um, just in general, it's taking you, it's taking you this long. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow. I'm just you've done better than most of us. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> uh, anyways, all so right. yeah, I, think, I, I don't know. I think the real key is. You know, things have to go along how they're going along now because there's a set of rules and such. But now would be the best time to look at who heads up the, you know, not only the DNCC, but the Republican equivalent in changing the order of primaries for states for the next cycle. Get that all locked in and more strategically set out so that there's equal representation amongst all the different people who live in this country so everyone gets yeah. something equal shake as the primary process goes along. Yeah. Because it's going to take quite a while to reorchestrate that all. And so now's the time to get that process going in its early stages. Plus, um, you know, a lot of people uh, should realize also that we should be really focused on this upcoming election, not just the presidential. Yeah. um, But trying to flip Congress. Yeah, that's the other thing. Sanders doesn't really seem to be considering the down ballot stuff either. You know, mm-hmm. it's, he's more focused on this movement rather than like an inclusive election. Right. Yeah. That, that adds yeah. to the exclusionary, you know, feeling or vibe he gives off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my hope, my hope is if, if Sanders is able to motivate enough um, people to get out to the polls, to put him in a position where he could win a general election, that, there would also be enough support for the down ballot where they would flip the um, the um, House and the Senate, just like what happened with Obama in his first term. Right. I mean, that's how they got um, the Affordable Care Act pushed through. Right. He had a majority in both houses. 
Yeah. And you know that 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 only lasted 2 years, but it was an, it was enough and it was because of the tidal wave of support he got. Um it carried over into the down ballot. So um yeah, but I I think you know the last thing I want to say about this is, you know, I do support Bernie. Um it's clear there is a a problem with um wealth inequality in this country. People are mortgaging their entire fucking futures to get college degrees. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's unacceptable. Um never mind the the right to healthcare that everybody should have. Um people should not have to go broke because of a cancer diagnosis. You want to talk about coronavirus? Later, we'll talk I about mean, coronavirus. We can just talk about it now. And let me tell you about, about this fucking coronavirus, stumping Jack. Because the whole, the whole, the whole infrastructure is collapsing because of this. What do you mean by the whole infrastructure is collapsing? It's just like everything is falling apart. What is everything? Like all this hysteria is going to lead to like all these shutdowns. People aren't going to like. Okay, so say the kids are out of school for two weeks, right? Right. And say you have two full-time working parents that need to be working and then they can't go to work and then they lose all that money. And then they're just like, you know, once you start to fall behind, catching up is really hard in this economy, in this world that we live in. And I was reading something about like, you know, like say that parent is like a cop or somebody, you know, who works in a police department. And then, then the police departments are all like down staffed and then that affects everything i mean everything has an effect it all is interconnected so once you start to like shut all the shit down and the economy is in the tanker and we can't go on our cruise and we can't fly to florida (laughs) yeah i think that the united states is uniquely poorly prepared for this among all other industrialized nations and it's it's really worrying me Especially for poor people. I mean, mm-hmm. we're probably going to be fine, but we have the worst healthcare system in the developed world, and it's going to hit poor people hard. Yes, it and is. I think it's inevitable. I think it's inevitable at this point that it's going to be a big disaster, especially for poor people in this country. Yeah, I mean, um, even a even a um, even the reports coming out of Italy right now, mm-hmm. right? A, a much smaller, I think. Um, probably easier to manage country there there some yeah. of the reports coming out of there is that you know there are thousands of pound thousands of people waiting to get into hospitals yeah. it's crazy yep. um and they and have you shut the whole country haven't they yeah. Yes, they actually locked the whole country down. Yeah. Which um, is crazy. How? What is the population of Italy? It's like tiny, isn't it? It's on the well, coast, it's like right? Milli- millions and it's millions. No, I think it's about. I think it's about twenty million. Yeah, twenty like million people. How many people? Which is a shit ton of people. We have like three hundred in this country. Oh my god! You know, um, like how did like Spain oh, actually, not get it? In France, like sixty million. Sixty. Oh, they're going to. Wait, how did it's the other? Yeah, they're gonna have twenty million in about two months. <sighs> I hope not. I told yeah. you the world's falling apart. It's not. Um, so it's. It, it, but, but, um, I think. Go ahead, Mystery. Uh, go ahead. No, nope. oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I saw earlier. Um, on uh, like an economic news segment. Um, Italy, the way their economy is structured and whatnot, they are likely going for as a result of this. Um, they're going to receive their fourth recession. I want to say it's within ten to twelve years. Mm-hmm. And this one is expected to be particularly gutting, you know, worse than the other three, just because of the wide impact, kind of like what you were talking about before, Stop and Jen, the ripple effect 
just keeps you know goes you know because there's lots large events that happen and there's the businesses and restaurants and things that kind of order around where large events or large tourist things happen, yeah. and it just keeps going and going and going. And they're you know they're looking to be even they're forecasting that it could be even more economically devastating than the last three recessions that that country experienced in the last ten or twelve years. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, Mystery. I just want to. I want to make. I want to ask a, a technological question. Um, are you? T- are you talking? Are you talking like through some kind of Bluetooth, like headphones or speaker or something? Oh, yes. Could you try just talking through your phone? You're sounding a little muddy to us, um, and I want to make sure we capture every single word. <laughs> it's, it kind of sounds like you're talking through a towel. Yes. Are you talking through a towel? <laughs> it's a special well, Bluetooth towel. <laughs> it is. Yes. I'm in a sauna and I have this head towel that like, you know, acts as it. Let me do my Bernie Sanders impression through a towel. Can you hear me stop again? I'm not going to lecture you. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Hold on. I want to hear, I want to hear the improvement. Oh. We want we want to hear every syllable. Syllable that Mr. E has. Is to this say. better? Oh, yeah, much better. So much better. <laughs> oh yeah. No more towel. Sorry. Yeah. No, I switched to a face cloth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, that's much better. That's Thank way you. Better. Thank yeah. you. Um, now stomping Jen don't have to. We don't have to squint at each other across the table. Why are we squinting? Oh, just trying to decipher the towel speak. <laughs> Yeah, this is good. This right. is good. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, down. did you all see, um, I can't help but think some of this hysteria that is propagating through the stock market and causing people to run out and buy up toilet paper. Hey, you told me to buy so, toilet paper and paper towels. But here's today. why. This, I mean, this is the problem. Once the panic starts, right? Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to join in. So shivering, yeah, shivering Jim and mystery. Listen to this. My sister, who lives in uh, Mastiff, mom, who lives in southeastern New Hampshire, told me she went shopping and tried to just buy some toilet paper. Not, not on a panic run, but she was just in the store and it was all gone. She couldn't get any. Mm-hmm. Leaves for her family. Leaves, yeah. Leaves for her. Have to wipe her arse with leaves. Oh my god. Are you what s- is the deal with toilet paper? Why does everyone need toilet paper in a virus outbreak? I don't know. It's a really great. I question. mean, I think I the, have no idea. For me, I think what people are the 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 leap they're making is I'm going to be stuck in my house for like a, a month, month <laughs> and <laughs> I need to make sure I get all the stuff to keep my um my bottom clean. You just take a shower every time you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Or, or buy a bidet. Yeah, a bidet. Yeah. Bidet selling out too. Yeah. 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 Mystery, what do you what do you think about this? Have you have you made any observations about um toilet paper? Not toilet paper, but this this hysteria, hysteria. this panic that's that's striking the nation. Well, I think you know, there's a few things that people are always gonna run out and buy and like they because they think they're gonna have to be holed up for you know, a certain amount of time because nothing's going to be available. So they kind of like go into that panic mode. Um, uh, what I've noticed is, you know, there's no hand sanitizer left to be found uh, anywhere. You know, the masks went out the window like a long time ago. And that oh, was yeah. uh, the subject of uh, price gouging, uh, the mask supply. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could buy them for, say, $14, but shipping was $200, you know, <laughs> until like, and, you saw a state attorney general starting you know, putting sanctions on those and going after people who were doing that. 
Um, you know, and I think part of it is also people, they, there's a lack of information, a lack, uh, you know, this is going up and kind of like circling back to the beginning. There's no message coming from the top about, you know, this is what's happening. These are the actual results. There's no viable or trusted information flow. So people are panicking and trying to like make themselves feel better by doing what they feel secure in doing. And mm -hmm. so for peace of mind, they're trying to run out and get these things in case, you know, everything goes to hell. They would like to be able to hand sanitize. They would like to have a mask. They would like to be able to go to the bathroom still. And, you know, in addition to getting all the bread and the water and everything, they're trying to like make sure they are set to get, you know, as, as okay and prepared feeling as they can. Yeah. And I think that's kind of natural. It's like natural response to something when you're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? We've never seen this before. Yeah, and I agree. What's happening in other places. Yeah. Shivering Jim, have you, have you noticed any of this hysteria? Have you, have you gone and tried to buy something and you've not been able to? No, I haven't seen any of the, uh, the consumer hysteria, but, uh, my job has become very interesting. Yeah, I work you, at a university yeah, and, you, uh, I go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Oh no, you go. No, 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 no. no. Shivering Jim, <laughs> you go. <laughs> Nobody can go because there's no toilet paper. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Let so, me tell you something. Oh I should God, go. Like it. It's my turn to speak. Stomping Jack. No. I want to tell you. No. Okay, go ahead. I, I have been wiping my rectum <laughs> with cord jobs. Oh <laughs> A little maple syrup. All right. Shivering Jim. That's how we... And a, burlap, and a burlap bag is all we use <laughs> in the great state of Vermont. Tell us more so about anyway, what I, they're doing. I at the, at, yeah. Yeah, I work in IT at a university. So uh, my group in, in the IT department is in charge of managing all the staff workstations. Yeah. Um, and the, the management above me is in an absolute tizzy. I think that's the right word, that, busy, that's about, a good word. <laughs> about what is about to happen when people are asked to work from home. So I'm getting like barraged on a daily basis from middle managers above me who are like, does everyone have the VPN software? Can we switch to MDM? Yep. What's going to yeah, so. yeah. That sounds like can, a nightmare. Can you, get me a report on, can you get me a report on how many people are using VPN right now? Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Yeah. So it, it, it is there are they talking at all at the university you work at about just shutting it down and canceling all in-person attendance? I've heard about that in yeah. Princeton at Brown. Well, about 12 yeah. huge universities preemptively did that today. Hmm. Um Amherst College has oh. announced that they are um after spring break they're going to go to uh online off campus learning, all remote learning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real. So once everybody comes back, quote unquote, comes back from spring break, it's all going to be online learning. Are they going to let them yeah, move back in? Um, go. Uh, well, let's go to Stomping Jen. Uh, 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 shivering Jim, then Stomping Jen. Go ahead. Yeah, it seems like the dominoes are falling that way. Um, my university has been very tight with information, also, but I think it's pretty much inevitable. You think of how much of uh, this institutional decisions in America are driven by liability. Yeah. yeah. And uh, based on that, I think that everyone's going to be like, we don't want to be held responsible for requiring people to be in, in close proximity to each other and get sick. So I think it's I think it's kind of almost inevitable at this point. 
um, although I haven't had any official word. But I bet within the next few days, because my university is on spring break right now, too, and uh, yeah. I think they're going to tell the students, students not to come back. Yep. There have been rumors going around that uh, when they tell us to start working from home, all of our doors are um, are electronic with proximity card access. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is that they're going to shut off everyone's proximity card access so you can't go on campus. So I've been bringing, like, stuff home so I can work, like, you know, USB drives and adapters. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I missed that. What did he say? Yeah. He said uh, that they have proximity cards and that they're going to just shut them off so you can't get into the buildings and whatnot. Uh, I don't think we have that. that um, that's the rumor. That's the okay. rumor on the street. Yeah, so we, um, so there's definitely a lot of um, chaos planning and it's moving towards that. And like the weird thing is, if you actually look at, I mean, I guess this, I guess these moves are intended in, in a sense to protect the most vulnerable people in our population, right? Yes, this is true because most people are going to get it and then most people are going to be okay. Yeah. So it's like the yeah. prevention of the spread of it is. Right the uh, intent of all of this lockdown and quarantine. Right. But I mean, even um, I think the most trustworthy officials have told us we're a year and a half away from a deployable vaccine. So So, how long is this fucking chaos going to last? So are they going to ruin everything for the next year and a half? Yeah. It cannot possibly be. Actually, Trump says that they're going to come up with a vaccine sooner than that. Well, didn't he say it was all going to disappear by April? Because great, because then I can go on my cruise. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that cruise. You think you're going on that? That's the last thing I would do right now. Well, it's like not even that. Then I start to think, oh, my God, like we have concert tickets. We Like our kids are going to sleepaway camp. They just sent out something from the sleepaway camp. Like, yeah. Did they say no sleepaway camp? No, they just said, you know, we're monitoring the situation. But, like, you know, that's July and August, which is literally around the corner. Yeah. Like, what does this mean for people living in the world, you know? And then you have people, like... You know, I said to somebody today, like, I didn't think there'd be so much administration involved in the apocalypse. I, like, I, I really was anticipating more. Just like everything falling apart. No, I was anticipating more adventure, more roaming, more, um, just like, not so much fucking emailing and meetings. What the fuck? I don't know if I mentioned this the last time I was on this fine podcast. Yeah. But the only person who is uh, is happy about these developments is my my thirteen year old son. Yes. Because he's been he's been planning for the apocalypse for many years now. Oh yeah. And he is he is ready. He's ready. As soon as uh, I, I have to hold him back, like he's ready right now. He's like, okay, this this apocalypse is going to happen, so we should go down to. Uh, the hardware store and get the machetes and the generators and everything that we're oh going to need. Just, uh, Don't let just him near the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he, last time you were on, was weren't you talking about him buying a sword or no, that something? Was a few, that was a that few, was a few, a, that was a few appearances ago. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he, he does have swords and uh, it's not been a comforting thought for me until <laughs> this past week. Yeah. Oh now I feel that it's, it's good insurance. He's going to protect you. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, exactly. Ted, Ted, um, our, our son, um, has been, he just finished reading the stand, mm-hmm. um, a while mm-hmm. back and he's busy. He's, he's busy predicting when he's going to have to go out and start foraging for food. And he, he's got a whole, mm. 
he's developed algorithms he said about when and he didn't yeah he did about you know when it's going to be time for everything to really wow. fall apart oh so my god this is the same kid that well, you whenever... guys... <laughs> go, go ahead no <laughs> you go spend, he spent all saturday night making catnip oil with his friends <laughs> That's yeah. gonna save us yeah. the catnip oil. Catnip oil. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think is that I think, what the kids are into nowadays. Apparently, yeah. I think I think the I think the plan is to um, shoot it at uh, Marauders. <laughs> Marauders, and, the catnip oil. Yeah, and have them get swarmed by our cats. Oh my God! What were you gonna say, Jim? I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say that you guys live up against some woods, so yeah. uh, you know, foraging well, is going to be much easier for you. I live in the middle of the city. I'm going to have to loot. <laughs> <laughs> so well, do you, Mystery. Well, what? you live in the city. Yeah, I mean, if you if you need to make an apocalyptic road trip, yeah, up here yeah, from you're um, welcome up here from your from your home near New York City all the way up here. You yeah. can you can you're or, welcome. The belch is open. Yeah, for you. Well, you Only guys, you. you guys, you guys do have like five thousand bottles of extremely wasteful water in plastic yes, I, containers, right? That's true. I did buy those nine cases of water. Nine they're gonna, cases. They're going to come in handy. I just know it. Oh, my God. All right. Now, are we talking like this will be like a Herschel's farm setup or? Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I make it up to Belchertown, like mm-hmm. fortify and okay. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. yep. And yeah, uh, mystery. Okay. If you can get here, you're welcome. It'll it'll be a grand old time. Yeah, we'll have a party. Yep. We'll have an end of the world party. Yep. And so, like the finally, the last thing I want to say about all of this is it's um, I don't take any pleasure in how horrible this all is, but it really shows what a fucking ignorant, incompetent, um, narcissistic piece of shit Donald J. Trump is. <laughs> You know, and, and if, if that, we get that is inarguable. Yeah, and if we get anything out of this whole experience, if he's not reelected in November, like that will be one upside of of going through a, a nearly society destroying apocalypse. So the thing is, it, I I've been thinking about um, Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Uh, so when these kind of disasters happen, people like us are going to be fine. It's it's the it's our domestic third world that we like to pretend doesn't exist right. that is going to be decimated and have have like almost all the deaths are going to be among our our underclass. Yeah, and the irony that, is that really yeah, bothers me. Yeah, and the irony is a lot of those are the um, people who supported Trump because they thought that he was going to do something for them. Yeah. And you know they're they're the ones who are going to be left to suffer. You know, yeah. I'm not even I'm not even convinced that we're not going to have um a significant enough infrastructure collapse where even some of us more well-resourced people are not going to really feel it. I'm not convinced yet. Well, I think that based on the experience in China and Italy so far, you know, yeah. people at, at our class level are are not really haven't really suffered that much. Like we got stuck inside, big deal. You know, maybe maybe had a little more financial pressure than than we've had in the past, but nothing compared to what's happened to poor people. Yeah, and you know what else is you know what else is really fucked up is um, prisons. I don't know if you read about the oh, prison yeah. riots, in the Italy. riots in Italy. 
so, no, I didn't. so the only way so the only way you can really contain a um a, uh, a pandemic in a prison is to lock down the prison keep people in their cells 24 7 yeah yeah and fucked. prisoners aren't gonna like that no. so what's happened what's happened in Italy is they're rioting and people have died and think about the percentage of the American population that's incarcerated. It's fucked. It's not a it's not uh, a good situation. Yeah. And think about and think about the people in the um, uh, Trump's uh, concentration camps down the border. Yeah. Like they're all living right next to each other. And what happens when coronavirus hits them? Yeah. It's it's just it's just not it's horrible. It's a nightmare scenario. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and I don't even think we're at the beginning, the real beginning of this either. And we're already seeing this fucking pandemonium. That's the problem. You know, and and like and you know, China and Italy, you know, those are those are countries I think we said this a little bit earlier. They were able to clamp down tight, right? Just because they they have mm-hmm. the infrastructure to do that. Like we can't. <sighs> it's crazy. Fucked up. Crazy. All right. All right, Stopping Jen. What do you want to talk about next here on this uh, list? Not the coronavirus anymore. All right. <laughs> We're done with that, right? All right. I mean, that, For look, now. that's a good transition. Until we, until we show up to join you on your compound and <laughs> help, help you string the barbed wire around. That's right. Your that's property. right. We need your son with all his weaponry. Good thing we have a long drive. Yeah, Good thing we have a long driveway. <laughs> Stomping Jen. Good thing we have a long driveway so that we can shoot these two once they come and try to live with us. <laughs> You'll take our bottled water from our yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Go out and get my pig rifle this weekend. Pig rifle. Yeah, I need a pig rifle. What the fuck is a pig rifle? It's a rifle for shooting pigs and people with. Again, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Somebody had a birthday last week. Who? I was somebody we all know and love. Tell me who. Oh yeah, happy birthday! Thank uh, you. <laughs> How old am I, Stomping Jen? One hundred and three. Yes. <laughs> yep. It was a good birthday. I'll have to say. Um, <clears throat> I was feeling reluctant about it. Mm-hmm. In the sense, I didn't really want to celebrate it. Yeah, you were not really mm-hmm. having it. No, but I had a really nice birthday. Um, our friend um, Auntie V is that what we call her on I here? I have no idea. I think that's what we call her. She came out, um, cooked a dinner mm-hmm. for me, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. It, Indian feast. Yep. Um, an Indian dinner, and that was awesome. You made a, a kick-ass cake mm-hmm. with what kind of frosting? <gasps> Peanut butter frosting. Yep. It was really From good. Scratch. It was yep. very exciting. <clears throat> and then, um, then, um, so that was like in the middle of the week mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And then we went um, over some people's house, right? Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they have podcast names. No, they don't. Yeah. What could we call them? Homesteaders. The homesteaders. Yeah. Homesteaders. <laughs> homesteaders. Um, they got a whole operation there. Yeah, they got goats and chickens. Yep. So we went bunnies. over. <clears throat> we went over their house for dinner on fr- last Friday night, and it was pretty awesome. So we did this thing, um, Mister E and Shivering Jim. Listen to this. So we get to their okay. house, and they got all these like buckets of this like piss-colored liquid lying around. 
<clears throat> on their porch outside. I was like, what the hell is that? And um, the homesteading man said to me. <laughs> homesteading man. Yeah. The homesteading man said to me, oh, that's um, maple syrup. Maple sap. sap. Maple sap. Maple sap. I was like, huh, really? It's yellow? He said, yeah, it changes. It's like, depends. It, it's different colors from different trees. He said, you want to try some? I was like, huh, you drink it? He's like, yeah, it's like water. Mm. So he, he ran outside, um, got some, <clears throat> uh, filtered it through like a cheesecloth and then gave me some to drink. And it was, it was pretty good. It, you know, tasted like slightly mapley water, but not sweet at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then later in the evening, um, homesteading woman got a really good idea <laughs> right so they're so innovative yeah so she names. yeah so homesteading woman had a soda stream she's like i have an idea let's put the maple sap into the soda stream and carbonate it and make maple seltzer mm-hmm. so that's what wow. she, so that's what she did and i want to tell you something it was the best tasting fucking seltzer i've ever had in my life really yeah, it tasted. Mm. You didn't try it, did I you? I did. I had a lot of it. It tasted like mapley. Yeah, like the carbonation somehow made it like more pop maple. and taste like maple syrup. I've never had anything like it. It was, was so good. good. That's for homesteading woman and your maple <laughs> seltzer. And not only that, then she like whipped up some like cornbread in a oh. skillet, put it in the oven. It was like spoon bread. It was so that was good. some. Oh, that was awesome. And that then was she some, said, "Let's take some of the maple syrup and put." On the cornbread, it was like next level. That was some down home, wow. like southern shit. So yeah. she put a stick of butter in this um, skillet, cast, cast iron, iron skillet, skillet, got it all hot, and then um, it was like a full pound of butter. Yeah, she put in there, and then she mixed it into the batter and mixed, put it yeah. back into the skillet, and, and then, then she put it like, in the oven. Yep, yeah, and then she opened the oven like this this really nice like gas fired oven and then she opened the door and she like threw it in there mm-hmm. you know and then then she let it cook <laughs> <laughs> and then lo and behold there was cornbread and then we had delicious cornbread and pulled pork and yeah. coleslaw yeah and damn i'm going to i'm going to their compound yeah, oh, yeah. seriously <laughs> Seriously. And they got a whole situation, and then she gave us some eggs, like right out of. Oh my god! Out of the chickens. Right out of their chicken butts. Chicken butts. Chicken butt eggs. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> out, of, out of their out of their cloaca. Whatever, whatever <laughs> they come out of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in exchange, I had to go take care of the goats again. I think we talked about this earlier. Yeah. That. Um, How did that go? That Ted and I had to go take care of the goats and the. You went chicken. by yourself. I went by myself. I just had to put. I just had to let all them out, and change over some water. So it was yeah. actually it was, um, pretty easy this time. Yeah. It didn't take very long at all. Yeah. Yeah. There was no like exciting uh, yeah. story or anything. Yep. All right. Now I also want to mention. So that was Friday night. We went to the um, homesteading man and homesteading woman's house, <laughs> homesteading and man we did and some. Woman. Awesome homesteading related things. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Saturday, um, Stomping Jen took me out with some um, friends Mr. up here. Mr. E was and there. And Mr. E was there. Woohoo! It's true. And Mr. E, what did you make? What did you make for me? What did you bring? Well, I attempted. No, chocolate. you didn't attempt. You didn't attempt. You, you didn't succeeded. attempt. You succeeded. 
Don't be modest, Mr. Well, e. I've already I've already looked into several ways to sort of remedy the, like the approach to you know essentially what I've discovered is so what I made was chocolate cupcakes with a whiskey buttercream frosting. Yes. But in my in-depth research, it's, it's hard to mimic certain flavors in something that's already sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So essentially, what my detailed research analysis has yielded is that if you're going to go for something to be boozy, you got to really just drive home the booze, mm-hmm. um, and but not in the frosting. Oh. The secret to making like a so you go into the cake, you go in with a filling, and you just you know do a healthy pour. Okay. <laughs> and really, it all comes together. Really slim that home that whiskey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be kind of like stumbling after yep. you eat one. Now I brought I brought um I brought some because um, you made me twelve of those things. There's no way I could eat twelve of those things. Thank you. Um, so I brought some in to share with some select people at my work, um, mm. and I I gave them this morning. Like I saw them like at eight o'clock. I was like, okay, um, there's three people. I was like, um, here's your cupcake. You may want to save this for after lunch. I couldn't even get the word lunch out, and they were jamming these cu- cupcakes in their mouths. <laughs> And they all they they were all like oh they they could really they said they could taste the whiskey mystery yeah. so yeah yeah so kudos to you they they were very successful people were they were raving about them and one of the people you gave it to is a is a well um, well versed baker yeah very I mean uh, she, uh, she she's a say? very accomplished baker yeah she loved it yeah. Yeah, see, she wolfed it. She wolfed it down immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, um, nothing but rave reviews, mystery, and thank you very much for making Excellent. those. Yep. Oh, you're very welcome. Yep. Let's see. Another group of friends um, gave me a wallet mm-hmm. because I carry around this really. Th- um, if you've ever seen the Seinfeld episode where George Costanza has his wallet, that's <laughs> that's what my wallet is like. So they they got me a new like very slender a slender hipster wallet. hipster wallet. So thank you, friends. Um, we got that. Mm-hmm. And then Stomping Jen, um, we were able to send our kids off for sleepovers that night. Yeah, that's true. And what did we do? <laughs> we watched uh, Ma. We watched Uh-oh. the movie Ma. Ma, right? Ma. Yep, and then we went out to the garage and lifted some pellets. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. We moved some pellets around. <laughs> yep, that's right. That was fun. Yep. Moving that pellets. That's like not that. a euphemism, right? Oh, no, no. Literally, we literally were moving pellets. Yep. It was a cold evening. <laughs> yep. <laughs> how, how, how vigorously did you move the pellets? <laughs> Well, I'm slow <laughs> stomping, Jen. Do you want to comment? <laughs> Saying, oh, um, oh boy, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older, 46. So, it's, you know, my, my elbow hurts. I need to move over. I need to shift over here to to lift this bag of pellets. Um, you know. And for those of you yep. who listened uh, to a previous episode where we discussed the headboard attachment to the wall, yep. mm-hmm. that did not come in handy at all. The headboard attachment? What do you mean? With, with yeah. lifting pellets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You attached the headboard to the wall, too. I did. It's still yeah. down on the, the squeaking. I yep. bet you did. Yep. It's still attached to the wall, isn't it? It still gym. is yep. attached to the wall. <laughs> Yep, there it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Mission mm-hmm. accomplished. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so that was our wild week. <laughs> right, Stomping Jen? Our wild week. Our wild week. All right, the last thing, before we just jump into our list and end, um, I want to tell people about my new podcast. Like they okay. don't know already. Uh, some people might not know, but judging by the downloads I'm getting on this fucking podcast. Yeah. Right? It's doing good. It's doing better than this one. Yeah, you got some reviews going on. Yeah, people are up people my... People are memeing you. People are up my ass on social media. Wait, I think def- I might cancel this podcast. Define up your ass on Oh, sending media. me comments about what to do on the show for episode ideas. I should have this guest mm-hmm. on. I should have that guest. Some guy's writing a book. He wants to come on. He's writing a Land of the Lost book. He, he wants to come on and be interviewed. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, you should totally do that. That's Wrong! <laughs> No, you should totally do that. That's exciting. I don't like the attention. <sighs> Lies. You should see his having... face right now. He loves it. So Let me be clear. We will not be having any guests on yeah. the Land of the Lost podcast. <laughs> I've got to talk to my co-host. It's not just my podcast. You I have co-hosts. co-hosts. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe... um. I'm not sure. I don't know. Hogshank's a little loopy. I don't know how long he's going to hang around. Why would you say that? Didn't he want to do it bi-weekly? Shivering Jim knows Hogshank. He knows what I'm saying. Did you listen? I do. I listened to to the first episode. I thought Hogshanks did very well. Uh Yeah, he did. Um, So, you know, we'll see. Um, We'll see how it goes. TBD. Anyway, so um, it's called Routine Expedition. So um, all of you... Um, or listening to this, um, please go and listen to it. Give it a listen, especially if you like um, 70s TV shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the primer episode. All right. Um, yeah, <laughs> we might get around to it, but for real, it's not happening. Stomping. Hey, Jen. speaking of the Land of the Lost podcast. Yeah, go ahead. What happened to Shiver and Jim's... Uh... Um, little ditty yep joshua is still working on it so friend of the podcast oh wow yep joshua michael stewart he messaged me just the other day Mm -hmm. and said he is still working on it okay yep i've got to write some lyrics for him i think (laughs) that shouldn't be very difficult uh, this is an extraordinary honor (laughs) <laughs> so there will there will be did you hear the episode where i attempted to play that was the terrible stomping gen hated my yeah, well because it was it. like cacophony and it wasn't a song it wasn't like a fully formed yeah. cohesive i thought i thought it was fine because it was about me yeah <laughs> so um shivering jim stay tuned we will have you on when your song premieres oh that'll be exciting yeah and you can listen to it with awesome. us okay all right. Um, you want to do these lists real quick? Hopefully our guests are prepared to talk about um, what their happiest moments of the year were. Are you ready, Stomping Jen? Sure. Which button is this? I don't know. I can know. never remember. You're asking is the wrong Is it this one? Person. Sure, try it. Doom. Yeah, Doom. that's it. You got the right one. we got to get rid of this button now. Oh, yeah. I don't need it. What am I going to fill? What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm going to have a blank spot here. We're going to have to create lists. No. I'm done. Is this the last list? This is the The last list. list. So, Mr. E and Shivering Jim, you have the honor of being on the show where we do the last list from the 52 lists of happiness. This is a high honor, right? Yeah, go ahead. 
I think you should go back to list number one and do them all over again. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? So I'm quitting the, the podcast. The person, the person that inspired Sawtooth to do this 52 yeah. list is my, actually doing it again. Uh, my friend Shutterlock. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love yeah. her. But like she makes it into like a piece of art. Like well, it's not- She's an amazing writer. She like writes us these packages on a semi like seasonal quarterly. basis. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I can't even tell you. Like she's a home. She's a home. And there's poems and there's excerpts from books and like then she writes about like their lives and it's like it's like beautiful poetry and verse yeah. and like she's amazing. It's very cool. So her lists are very exciting. So what she's telling you, uh, Shivering Jim <laughs> and Mystery, step up your fucking friendship game. No. We expect. No, that's not what I'm saying. We at expect all. annual Stop. packages. No. Seasonal no. updates. No, we don't expect any of those. Things. Oh, okay. She wasn't saying that. Mm, that's not what I was saying. I was saying that this particular person. Yeah. Shutter logic is, a, is amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. All right, the lists. Stomping Jen. Don't Let's go to you. Go first. What were the happiest moments Don't of your year? Go, go ahead. Don't make me go first. All right, Mr. E, what were the happiest moments oh, of no, your year? I can't go first. Okay, uh, Shivering Jim, happiest moments of your year. Please, go ahead. Oh, geez. Okay, so I've got, uh, I came up with two of them. Okay. One was, uh, so uh, I turned 50 last year. Oh. And it had a pr- profound effect on me feeling extremely old. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that uh, one of the symptoms of this is that I enjoy sleeping like more than I ever have in my life. Oh wow, getting ready for <laughs> getting ready for death. I see. Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, training for death. And and so uh, uh, some of my happiest moments this past year have been um, on days when. Uh, my son isn't with me. I have no responsibilities. It's a weekend. Okay. And I can just I can just stay under the covers for as long as I want. Huh. Okay. It's it's beautiful. So these um so that's, moments of quietude that you're appreciating in your um older <laughs> years. <laughs> yes. I have I have on days when I have no responsibilities and uh I wake up and I'm like, Do I have to get up to do something? No, I don't. So I'm not going to get up. That's awesome. <laughs> Of course, eventually you have to and to eat and stuff, but you know, yeah. it's nice while it lasts. But you can just um, lay there and all you want. Okay. Exactly. What's next? What was number two on your list? Please. Number go ahead. two was uh, the trip I took to California with my son and his stepbrother, mm-hmm. and we 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 rented a camper van and drove up the coast and visited various relatives, and we'd done it two years before that. But everyone's a lot older and calmer now, yeah. including me. Yep. I have less. I have a lot less anxiety than I used to have, and the kids are less spastic than they used to be. So it was really nice and relaxing and fun. It was great to see them having fun in the ocean and riding around on electric scooters and meeting my family members. It was, it was a good time. Living that LBC lifestyle. That's awesome. What is LBC? Yep. And, Long uh, Beach. LPC. Yeah. Yeah. So much drama in LBC. Yep. See? On the, um, gym on the PCT. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Yes. What was that? What was that band? Pacific Coast. What? Hmm? The LBC. Are you talking about some line? Yeah, that one. It's from Gin and, 
gin and juice. Oh yeah, there's an L- there's many LBC references in um, gin and juice. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Dre. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Stomping Jen. What's your, um? Thank you, Shivering Jim. Those were um. You're those welcome. Were, those were beautiful reflections. Let's see what Stomping Jen has for us. Uh, Please go ahead, fine. Stomping Jen. Um. So I have spending time with you last summer. Thank you. Oh, you um, mean when the kids were gone? Yeah, when the kids were gone. <laughs> that was fun. Um, seeing Tool. Pellet moving. Yeah, lots yeah, of pellet lots moving. Lots of pellet moving. Seeing Tool. Okay. Okay. And Jenny Lewis, which was a big surprise. Oh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was great. Um, my election. Oh, your election to the sel- oh, um, right. select board yeah. in our town. That was a crazy day and night. Yeah. Um, kind of fun. Uh, going to Disney. Okay. Which was kind of a mixed bag, but overall, thumbs up. I keep thinking you're looking at me to hit the button. But you're not. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, making peanut butter frosting from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job. Uh, <clears throat> All right, Mr. E. I, ca- I cannot go after Stomping Jen. We need to hear from you. Our other, our, our other, our other esteemed guest. Go ahead, please. Um. So, like, you know, this last year, I've you know, the first full year that I've been working for myself. So I've had a lot of you know, just kind of extra time where I've had t- greater time to devote to things. Mm-hmm. Um. But including, and I just to back up, I should mean Jim. The ability to stay in bed later, you know, like on a mm. more regular basis is amazing. <laughs> that has certainly been one of the perks of this last year of my, of my schedule. Staying in bed to like eight o'clock. <laughs> you know, if you As keep... the kids say, fucking bent. It was amazing. <laughs> if you assholes if you assholes keep rubbing it in, I'm gonna murder one of you and then, <laughs> and then I'm gonna impersonate you. I'm gonna impersonate you and live your life. All right. What time do you get up in the morning? Six don't o'clock. Ask. Yeah, don't ask. It's Mother terrible. Motherfuckers. When right. do you get up? Six o'clock. No. Yeah, uh, the, the weekend isn't really very much better. It's usually like 7.30. No, because we have that damn dog. It's the dog. Mm. It's like having a friggin' kid. Now our kids are sleeping in. Yeah, like, the kids sleep later than, than we than do that now. damn dog. All right, go ahead, Mr. All right, go ahead, Mr. please. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Sorry I for... Had, you know, like, no, no, no. Sorry no, for my outburst. Um, Go ahead. It's like it's your podcast or something. Um, <laughs> it belongs to the masses. It belongs to the masses. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I had more time. So I've had more time to, like, catch up with people and go, you know, visit people. Like, so where I used to work down in Connecticut, you know, I, um, I go down once a month and, you know, I see people. And it's just been really nice just to reconnect with people. So I really, really enjoyed that. And you know, getting to see folks um, and yeah. just spending like non-work time with people that you used to work with, you realize that, you know, how good of friends you are with people when, you know, if you're not working together, it's, you it's a, you see a different side of the relationship, I think. And that's been really nice to see mm-hmm. and uh, experience. Um, yeah. You know, so, and I've had some, you know, some really good you know, moments with folks. Um I got like this really, it was a simple little gift I got for my birthday from someone, but it was so thoughtful and it was based on this like one little comment I made once 
And I, every time I, I see it and I, you know, I, or I put it on, I just, it, it makes me just feel really good. You know, so just, you know, people take like little nuggets and something yeah. and file it away. Um, that's, it's, that's really nice. It makes me, uh, it's a happy moment that keeps on going. Which mm-hmm. is really pretty nice. Um, and then a particular thing was, uh, my brother and I were at, visiting my parents and that's the only time that my dad will kind of like start making jokes, you know, and you're kind of like, um, making, not making fun of my mom, but like kind of making jokes and cause he feels he's got backup. And <laughs> it was one time over the summer where we were all just kind of like making jokes and things like that. And my dad just could not stop laughing. Yeah. And he like, he just got <laughs> like, so laughing. So and it was just so funny to see, like my mom was pretending to be upset. Like, Oh, and, you know, mm-hmm. and he was just dying laughing. He could not have been like more pleased with himself. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and that was, it was just really nice. And I just looked at it like, here we all just are just like, you know, years and years and years, you know, you know, being yeah. together and, well, just like enjoying the big hearty guffaw, and my dad, who was usually not the source of them, was the source of this big, huge laughter. And this is really nice. So that that was, sounds like, like a nice, yeah. It sounds like a really nice memory. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I can even I like how you were describing it. I could see it in my head, even though I've never seen your parents <laughs> or your brother. <laughs> It just seemed no. I could see the whole thing. It seemed like really nice. That it was like a nice yellow sunshine light on the whole scene. I could see Mister E just watching it all and observing, <laughs> feeling sentimental. I'm gonna cry. Aww. Where's the sad music? No, no sad music. No, I need to. I could. And then, then you hear like the narrative, and there's that that moment that uh, Mister E I could see how him. special family was. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Mr. E like he was he was part of it and enjoying it, but he's kind of like a little standing, a little off to the side, just watching his dad, ribbing his mom and his brother laughing, and his mom affectionately pretending to be bothered by the jokes. All right, enough. It was beautiful. All right. It was beautiful in my mind. Thank you, Mr. E. Oh, thank you. I love this music. I don't know why gym. you like it. It's okay. terrible. Okay. I don't know why you hate it. Because <laughs> probably because you love it. Yeah. How dare you? I don't think you love me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last but not least. All right. Fine. All right. Here's my list of things. All right. Yeah. Now these are these are moments of the last year that stood out to me. Um. Uh, let's see. Happiest moments. For some reason, I really enjoyed um, Passover last year, down at your sister's house. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was a there was a. What's there... <laughs> so funny about that? You son of a bitch! I didn't laugh at any of you. I didn't laugh at any of your sweet memories. How dare you? I don't even remember what happened last huh? Passover. I just it was. I don't know. It seemed it was nice to me. Really? And like, whatever. Why am I defending my no, no, happy? No, 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 wait. Stop. I quit. Oh my god! Wait, I don't remember what happened. What happened? Nothing happened. Okay. I just was a nice memory for okay. me. I don't know why. All right. I'm not continuing. You should. All right. Get ready to laugh. Summer vacation with my um. My brother and sister and their families. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I forgot to put that on there. Yeah. 
nobody wants to uh, make fun of me? Shut up. No? You sure? <laughs> I'll pause while you burst into laughter. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> our, uh, our leaf peeping trip in October. Uh-huh. Um, our trip to Disney. Uh-huh. Um, all right, everybody, get ready to judge me and call me weird quitting drinking. That just happened. No, but it was this year. Okay. Um, I was happy. Like, when I, when I realized I'd right. made a positive change in my life, okay. it made me happy. Okay? Keep going. That's, that's cool. Fuck you all. All right. I'm um, going to have another sip of my beer right now. Yeah. Drink your alcohol. <laughs> and Go I ahead. finish my scotch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Launching um, a new podcast and mm-hmm. having it be immediately successful. Yeah. Yeah. Not like oh, this. Yeah. Not like this one, which has been more of a grind. Like a grind. Okay. No, we have a good, like a really good solid audience size, actually. Um, I know you don't know the actual numbers, but they're. Um, the kind of numbers we pull, I've seen people say they would die for. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with where this podcast is. But my other one, I achieved that in overnight in okay. 12 hours. Yeah, what it has taken me a year and a half to build with this one. So, wow. Um, Ted getting his varsity letter. Oh yeah, that was exciting for mm-hmm. cross country. Like just seeing him be recognized and you know seeing how proud he was made me proud. And then just all of the um, almost innumerable moments seeing um, Space Unicorn in her kind of growing as an athlete and getting um, Mm self-confidence in soccer Mm -hmm. and basketball and like just like really seeing her enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've seen me at those games. I go berserk. I know you do. I really enjoy like going to them (laughs) and watching her and supporting her and Mm -hmm. like the team. And Mm -hmm. so those, despite the fact that those fucking benches Mm -hmm. are so uncomfortable, I really enjoy it. So those are my happiest moments of the last year. Yeah. That's very nice. Thanks for sharing. I don't believe any of you. Thanks for sharing. All right. Stomping do you, Jen. Do you really go? Do you really go berserk at the games? Yeah, I mean he gets excited. I yell and I scream. Yeah, and he yeah. he like can we, likes. Can we get some? Uh, can we get some audio of this? For he has audio. Oh no, you have audio from the UMass game. Yeah, yeah, but not of me going berserk. No. I'll record it. Um, at soccer, soccer this, um, this season, spring, I'll record yeah. something for you, shivering Jim. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Stomping Jen. Um, the last thing we talked about it. Do we need to go down what we're what we're watching. Well, is anybody watching Better Call Saul or does anybody Hold on. Oh my god. You can't. You can't. This is bumper bumper worthy. Okay, Stomping Jen, go ahead. Is anybody watching Better Call Saul? Yeah, I'm watching it. Besides me and you. Hmm. No. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing television. Okay. Yeah. You should watch it. It's even better than Breaking Bad, I think. Yeah. But you can't watch it without having watched Breaking Bad. That's not Bad. true. You no? can watch Better Call Saul without. All right. I didn't think you could. I think you can. Okay. I mean, you won't catch the insider pieces, but. Yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the movie we watched before we Ma? got before we got down to stacking pellets yeah. last weekend? That was silly. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It was, eh. It's a horror. It's a. I was very curious what this movie was. Yeah, it's a horror. Yeah, a horror movie called Ma. It's about a group of kids who meet 
um, a woman who buys them liquor so they can party, and she invites them to her house, and all sorts of horrible things happen. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's just like a, it's a schlocky, fun horror movie, kind of. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was yeah, stupid, but I actually I enjoyed never, watching it. I would never watch it again. So we could recommend it. Yeah. So what I cannot recommend, um, and I, every time I watch it, I wish I die a little bit inside, is The Walking Dead, <laughs> which we cannot seem to quit. Yeah. And we watch mm. it every week, and it's terrible. Like, it's just awful. Yeah, but it's so, so good. Is it good? It's it's one of those things. It's so bad. It's so good. I, I can appreciate true. it for what it is, and it's they're just, leaning into it. It's which terrible. Is good. It's so bad. All right. <clears throat> so. All right, um, Mister E. Anything you want to recommend, entertainment wise, music, books, TV, movies, anything you think our audience should know about? Oh, if they're not watching it, they should watch Star Trek Picard. Mm. Yep. I cannot wait. That's the one thing in quite a while where I cannot wait for it to be Thursday, you know, for a TV mm. show. I mean, is I have other things going on, but like this is the first TV show in a long time where I'm like, oh, 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 is it time yet? Yeah. You know, and um, it's, it's, I think, you know, it's, it's nice to see like, you know, how it's so different, but it's nice to see some of the same characters. I don't know. It's, yeah. And, you know, I think they've really taken quite a step, you know, from what, next generation was they've gone in a kind of very different direction and I, I just like it a lot yeah we are two episodes behind but we're loving it i'm really enjoying it stomping jen did you yep. want to say something about picard no okay um anything else mystery picard uh picard uh the new lady gaga song i cannot stop playing <laughs> i didn't know she had a new song out yeah i haven't listened to it yes you could love What's it called Very again? Stupid love. Secret love. Okay. Stupid. Oh, stupid love. I think he said stupid love. He did say stupid love. Oh, it is stupid love. Is it, it stupid, is stupid or love. secret? Is it stupid or secret? Stupid love. Stupid love. Okay. So everybody, go listen to "Stupid Love" by Lady Gaga. I'll check it out. I'm gonna double check right now because like, <laughs> what if I'm wrong in front of all these people who listen? No, I don't, stupid love. Okay. I don't have my um, other device that I usually play music through. Um, it's not charged up, so I don't have it with me. Okay. Um, Shivering Jim, is there anything you want to recommend? Um, what well, is I read, uh, yeah. I read a novel I've been meaning to read for years, um, True Grit. Oh. The Coen Brothers movie or the, the John Wayne original. Yeah, how was that? Um, it, I actually haven't seen either of the movies, but I wanted to read the book because I read another book by the same guy, um, Charles Portis. Okay. And it was it was great. I, I read it in like two sittings. It's not very long, okay. but I highly recommend it. The uh, It's told the first person by this, this teenage girl who is yeah. a very unusual person, and her voice is just great. Her whole character is great. I love the movie. It reminded me. Yeah, it reminded me, because um, it's told in the first person um, from, by a young person, it reminded me a lot of uh, Huckleberry Finn. Huh. It's got a lot of the same kind of uh, humor that comes from uh, you know people who are not completely self-aware and things like that. So that was good. Um, and I also watched a, a pretty good Netflix series, um, Paranormal Thing. What was it called? Uh, oh, I'm Not Okay With This. Mm. 
which is apparently based on a uh, a web comic that I haven't read about a uh, teenage girl who suddenly develops telekinetic powers and doesn't know what to do about it and can't really control them. Uh, so kind of like Carrie, but a mm-hmm. uh, huh. little little more uh, um, get a little more. It's set in the 80s, so it has kind of a Gen X sort of uh, morose feel to it. But I liked it. Yeah. Cool. And the lead actress is really good. She's the actress from uh, from It, the yep. uh, the the ginger girl from It. Mm. And what's it called? What's it I called? I am not yeah. okay with this. I, oh, I've seen this. I am not okay with this. Yeah. I recommend okay. it. Cool. I, I want to recommend one thing. In the podcast world, I just started listening to this interview that Joe Rogan did um, with this guy mm-hmm. named Daryl Davis. He is a blues musician, actor, and activist who, um, he's in his mid-60s, but over the last 20 years, he's been act- he actively seeks out Ku Klux Klan members, befriends them, and converts them. Hmm. Um Wow. To being um, non Ku Klux Klan people, and he like collects their robes as trophies. <laughs> like he's an absolutely fascinating character. Um, and this interview is just um, has a lot to say about the power of dialogue and knowing people and overcoming um, um, prejudice and bigotry and hatred. Um, and, and he's, hmm. this guy is absolutely amazing to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stories he tells are hilarious. Um, like he, t- you just got to listen to it. He's telling this one story about how he's meeting this like grand imperial wizard in a hotel room who he tricked to come meet him. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they're sitting there, both of them like really tense. And this grand wizard has an armed guard with him who they call a um, grand nighthawk for some reason. <laughs> right. So Joe Rogan has a lot of fun with the names that these people have. Like they they have like cyclopses and wizards and you know and uh, like magistrates and dragons and like crazy things. But anyways, they're sitting there, um, and there's this like ice bucket on the table filled with sodas, and they're talking to each other. Um, this grand dragon and this Daryl Davis guy, and um, like Daryl Davis is convinced he's going to get shot. And so they're talking to each other and he all of a sudden he hears this metallic like clanking sound and he said, oh no, like in his mind, this is it. I'm going to be murdered. And he launches himself across the table at the Grand Dragon, <laughs> right? Um, and they fall on the floor and they're like rolling around and somehow he doesn't get shot by the Nighthawk. And then the woman who he's with, who orchestrated the interview, like pulls him apart and screams, it's the ice bucket. The yeah. ice is melting. <laughs> And he says, like, so they both stop and they're, like, staring at each other and they just burst into laughter. And, like, they became friends from that point onward. And then he tells this whole story, like, this seven-year journey about that led to this grand dragon giving up his robes Mm -hmm. and, like, becoming his friend. Like, it's just so fascinating. And he was, I'm only halfway through it. And he's told a couple of these, like, incredibly amazing stories like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways, I highly recommend this um, interview. How long is this interview? It's like every fucking Joe Rogan interview. It's three hours long. Oh my god! You know, but but like that's one of the great thing. I like whether you love or hate Joe Rogan. Like, you know, you really get to understand and know people when you hear them talk for three hours. Mm. You know, so Mm -hmm. anyways, highly recommend that. So go listen to that. We should talk for three hours. 
We've done that before. <laughs> Three hours. Oh my god, I want to fucking shoot myself after that. Yeah, we've done a few of those. Three hours? We've got a three-hour podcast. three-hour podcast? Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Which one was a three-hour um, With our friend um, Fanny Smellsmore, we've gone almost three hours. <laughs> and then with Josh and Chanel, we did a nearly three-hour podcast. That's crazy. We drank a ho- an entire Ooh. bottle of whiskey. That's true. We drank a whole bottle of whiskey. <laughs> the four of us. That's why we stopped <laughs> drinking. <laughs> that was fun, though. Oh, uh, yeah. That, was, that was a really good podcast, I thought. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. All right, boys, we're like Speaking well over time. an hour and a half. So I want to thank you both. You were amazing guests. And the first dual guests we have. Yeah, this was a first. I mean, dual guests on the phone. Yeah, that's what, I mean. no, that's what I mean. We've studio. never done dual call-ins before. Be conference calls. I thought it was interesting. No? <laughs> yeah. We proved uh, a concept. We, yeah. We didn't fight once. I think... This should be more like one of those cable news shows where <laughs> yeah, get, us, right. get us to start yelling at each other. Yeah, and and you both, yeah, you voted for different people too in the Super Tuesday primaries, and you didn't yell at each other. What what, what gives? <laughs> Did you vote right. for different well, people? We don't even know who they. We voted know, for. we know. I have no idea. Shivering Jim. Didn't mystery. Didn't voted. Mystery say you voted for Warren. I I didn't vote at all on Super Tuesday. Mystery. My my state's primary hasn't happened yet. Mr. E did not vote for me, Bernie Sanders. We know that. Is that true? We know he voted for a more conservative candidate. Who's that? That motherfucker Joe Biden. Did you vote for Biden? (laughs) No, I did not. You voted for Warren? Yes. Oh, I did too. Congratulations on wasting your vote. Oh, stop it. Being ridiculous. Congratulations. I voted for on the person handing, I wanted to see as president. Congratulations on handing that horse tooth jackass the victory. But onward to Michigan, which is close to Vermont, Stomping Jen. Is it? Not really. <laughs> no, You're Terrence really. and Philipping it again. But okay. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the interviews today with like, but you can always kind of tell by the campaign representatives when they're talking about how tomorrow's going to go. Yeah. It's all over their faces there, and I don't think they're expecting to do well, the Bernie Sanders folks. No. Mm. How dare you? Okay. All right, guys. Listen, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your lives and joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. We love you. Thanks for being guests. And to our listeners, listen. Listen to me. We want you to subscribe, download, Share with a friend. That's the most important thing. Forget subscribing and downloading. You're already doing that. Share with a friend. If you like listening to us, help us grow, please. Right, Stomping Joe? So can That's right. I, before you go, can I just ask yeah. you guys what, what you're planning to do now that you're done with the list? Hmm. Is this, is this going to become a, a, a prepper podcast? A, 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 doomsday, a doomsday prepper? prepper? Oh, that would yeah. be good. That might be an idea for a new segment while we're in the midst of this coronavirus mm, situation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We'll have to brainstorm around it. We'll have to have a business meeting about it while we're lifting pellets. I'm not having an. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I would like. It would be interesting if we could get uh, both Ted and my son on to discuss their. Uh, 
their preparations. For oh, that would be interesting. Oh, we could do that. We could do that. We'll have to pick. We we'll have to. Have some, go ahead. They have some interesting ideas. Yeah, that's true. We we um we'd have to pick probably a time a little earlier in the day on the weekend or something. But let me know. We could do totally do that. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. We could have a special a special interview segment on prepping for Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play the music, and then you guys just hang hang up whenever you want. Okay. All right, everybody. All right. We love you. Bye now. Peace out. We'll see you on episode what seventy four, Stomping Jen. That's right. All right. Bye now. Bye now. It has it has been an honor. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.